Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of my podcast. Um, today, I'm joined by my good friend, Thomas Bamber. He's a good uh, friend of mine I met in the gym, actually. Thank you. Um, he lives uh, pretty close by uh, to me. And yeah, he is my gym partner. Well, ex-gym partner now, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you went to another gym, ditched me. But yeah, do you want to just introduce yourself a little bit? Yep. Uh, thank you very much for that sweet introduction, Vivek. Um, <laughs> Yeah, as he mentioned, my name is Thomas, Thomas Bamba. Um, I live literally two minutes away from Vivek. Met him in the gym. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, I've been very lucky being invited here this uh, this Sunday afternoon. So yeah, I'm no really worries, looking forward man. to it. No worries. Glad to have you, man. Glad to have you here. Um, yeah, so what, what have you been, what, what have you been up to recently, man? How have you been? I haven't seen you in a while, man. Yep, there's been a while, there's been a while, there, not too bad, so as you did mention, I did, uh, abandon you, um, in the gym, because we, we used to go to the gym downstairs together, but yeah, so started, started the new job, um, and obviously got a, sort of a new health plan, sort of sorted, um, which gives me a 50% discount nice. at the, uh, Nuffield gym, so, uh. So yeah, I don't, there's yeah, there was no way I was gonna continue going to yours. Basically, That's, that that was just not gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I did go to that gym, though the one that you have been going to. I, I just went once um, for a spinning class with Carla, yep. and oh my god, it's it's a crazy gym. It's got everything in it, right? Yeah, it's yep. got like uh, classes. It's got um, uh, what was it? A pool. It's got uh, yeah, yeah, you got pool, sauna. You got a boxing ring. Obviously, you got all different classes. Wait, wait, wait. Class. you have a boxing ring? There's a boxing ring downstairs next to the weight section. <laughs> so you've Yo. got like five, six, seven sort of like um, what you call boxing bags, and then you can sort of put them in and outside like an actual ring. So oh shit! Ring, uh, yeah. But can you get actually like can you get in the ring and yeah, yeah. So, so basically, the ring's there for you to use on your own. Oh, um, and if you want, I think you can have like private lessons and stuff like that just to, if, if you've got no idea of what you're doing, but, uh, but yeah, oh. you can basically just jump in the ring and you can go to like one-on-one and just have a full-on fight in the ring. Oh, apparently. Shit. Yeah, yeah, like good. Rocky, right? In the middle <laughs> of the gym. <laughs> yeah, it's good fun. It's, uh, oh shit, man. Yeah. And do, do you, have you seen like people, cause I know that you, like you go to the one that's close to our place, but you also go to the one that's close to work, right? Yep. Have yeah, you yeah. seen like um, people? Is there a boxing ring in the other one? No, also? so yeah, so that's a good, good question. So the one next to the office is like the tier above, but there's no boxing ring there. So they've got squash courts, like a full-on spa, jacuzzi, sauna. What's the other one? Like the the dry sauna. What were they called? The them? oh, the, um, the steam steam. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. you got sauna and the steam room. Steam exactly. room, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just and there's just so many fucking machines and like it's. There's every yeah like a big massive sort of like CrossFit section. So you've got lots of punching bags, but no actual ring there. Oh okay. Um, but then you've got like massage therapeutics things as really? well. Really? Like this, this fucking. Is, they've is got that everything. including the price though? Or do you have to yeah, pay? yeah, everything. Well, mm, no, I think you need to pay separately if you want like a, like a sports massage and stuff like that. But obviously, oh, you get like massive discounts. Obviously, being members and that. Oh but, damn. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's 100% worth it then. It's, it's definitely worth it. I think it's definitely worth it. I mean, well, I'll say it's worth it because I'm paying 50% less. Um, You're lucky. Because otherwise, oh, yeah. I think obviously it's expensive. I'm paying 60, I pay 64 quid for the and gym. And that's including the discount. 
But that's where the yeah, that's where the fifty percent. Oh shit. And that's shit. because I'm but jo- that's because I've joined the tier one one. If I join the one near the house, which is like a tier two, there I pay like forty seven or something. Oh, so the the how many tiers are there? It's tier one. Three apparently. That's what oh, I was so told. And there's so, so if, the tier one includes a squash. Um, so tier one, basically tier one, you can go to the tier twos and tier threes. But if you're if you joined a tier two, you can't go to the tier ones. But you can go to the tier twos and threes, basically. Oh shit. Yeah. So basically, yeah, I got the top top. Nice. <laughs> to be able to go anywhere. No wonder you don't go to our gym anymore. Because our gym, I mean, for people who don't know, it's the smallest gym. <laughs> it's not even. Well, yeah, like it is a gym, but it's like. It's the building gym. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't have a it doesn't have a squat rack. It doesn't have a bench press. There's no bench press. It's literally got... like the weights go up to like what, like 32, 32s, yeah. 32.5. 32.5. And and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Are you remembering the yep. the shoulder? Yeah, thing? just remembering the shoulder thing. Oh Because la- last time we did train together, which wasn't that long ago, it was just like well, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah, your shoulder popped out. Exactly. <laughs> just out of nowhere and oh, popped shit. straight back into place. Yeah, I know, man. I know. That was scary. Look, that, was like, horrible. It's, so, that was horrible. That was horrible. I saw your face as well. So not only my face lit up, your, your face as well was just like, the fuck is going on over here? That was horrible. Well, yeah. Was it shoulder pressing the dumbbells? Mm-hmm. Um, was it 30s, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, then I was like, fourth or fifth set, not not so sure now, but yeah, basically pushing up. Um. I don't want to sound like a bad spotter, but you were doing fine, so you didn't really need that much help. And then, as you were going down, wasn't it? Yeah, you was, went was. down. I don't know more than you normally go down, and then all of a sudden, like your eyes just <laughs> opened up like two fucking plates. And because yeah, obviously, like, you, when you go to failure, you suddenly like the weights go down, but they go down gradually. There suddenly, the weight just on your left just left dropped. arm just dropped, and I think that's what it. Like basically popped out, yeah. dropped, and as it dropped and sort of like pulled your arm down, it, it just popped back, popped into, back into place. place. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy because like that the weight, horrible. like when it dropped as well, the weight hit me on the head, and I, at that point I knew like I just I couldn't obviously couldn't lift it up. No, or obviously anything. not. This... I just let go of the weight. I was like, yeah, this is this is not gonna happen. I just let go, and that letting go, I took. Like it took a little while to let go, so my my arm was still holding onto the weight. Yeah. So I think that's why I like twisted and kind of went and pointed downwards, Down. and that's what like repositioned the the, sh- the shoulder back into place. So it's it's the thing is um, for people who don't know. Um, so it's happened before. Um, yeah. That was the first time it happened was when I was doing push-ups and the floor was a bit slippery. How many? How long ago was that? Like this was like years. 2016. Yeah. Okay. So it was, yeah. It's crazy. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Exactly. So like um, when it first happened, I was doing push-ups and the floor was slippery. And as you can imagine, what I'm gonna say next, um, my shoulder just <laughs> my my sorry my my palm just slipped, and my shoulder just you know popped out of place basically. And then you know it popped back in. But me being an idiot, I was like, oh this hurts, but you know I can finish my set and all that. Uh, I can finish my workout. So I think that made it a little bit worse. It just tore tore it a bit more. I mean, you did exactly the same. Yeah, I did exactly Actually, the same right now. It popped out, <laughs> popped back in, and then we continued. Yeah, but, yeah we went but lighter. I, I, yeah, I but, went lighter a little bit. But we continued with the workout. There was no... Uh, <laughs> exactly. This good thing was the... It wasn't even our last exercise. It was the first, was the exercise, first exercise of the day, so we still did the whole... <laughs> we did the whole workout. Uh, quitting is for pussies, man. <laughs> yeah, no, not... Yeah, obviously. I ain't about that life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah man, that was that was, that was a scary moment. That was a scary moment, and it's 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 crazy because like I saw your face as well, and I think that it, was like when I think it was when we met or one of the first times when we started working out together. You told me that this was one of your your fears, right? Oh, I think, yeah. I think it might yeah, have been yeah, when yeah. I told you about mine. You told me that this was one of your 100%, fears. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, like the shoulder press, dumbbells. Not not so much like with the barbell, the dumbbells. Like, I mean, even even when we're spotting each other, you can tell like oh like it's going back a bit or like it, I mean we are going personally when you actually think about it yeah. I think we should be going lighter we should be going because <laughs> it's not even that much weight like for like we're not we're not strong strong on shoulders we yeah. just need to go down in weight and just make sure we uh do the reps yeah, correctly exactly. but we don't we don't we do just that. Like it's kids. just we're ego like, lifting. Yeah, exactly. That's all we do. <laughs> it's our ego. Fucking stupid. We should stop <laughs> because we've seen that it does. It cannot end well sometimes. Exactly. So. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly right. It's our ego coming in the way. Like, nope. I can I can absolutely. do thirty. I can do twenty seven point five. I don't know why we were doing that. But back. I think it was twenty seven point five. Yeah. Then we we yeah, we sort of went back yeah. down. And then we went back down. Yeah. Like, we're like no, or something. It's just, just yeah. It's just not worth it. So, and I think you start to see that reflected in other areas as well such as ego riding where i <laughs> ride my bike with my sound cancelling headphones through the streets of london thinking i look really cool because i can go really fast on my single speed bike and then yeah what is it shit happens yeah do you know funnily enough Eight i told that later. story on the podcast yesterday <laughs> really yeah <laughs> i was like yo bro there's a there's a there's a guy i was speaking to ryan and i was like yo bro there's a guy who lives next to me he's a good friend of mine and this is what happened to him and he was like yo what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's fucking stupid. fucking stupid psyching to work um as i said no helmet obviously because why would you wear a helmet on the <laughs> streets of london no ah. point Again, helmet is for, is for pussy. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I mean, now I've got lights, helmets. Pretty much, I've got like yeah, exactly. uh, knee pads. Uh, what do you call them? Like elbow you pads. Wear every, everything. You wear a whole suit, wear everything. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Yeah, basically. And then, so, so you woke when when you fell down. So you, you said it was your chain that got trapped, right? So it got loose and then got trapped on your wheel. So yes, tell the story again. Not, yeah. Yes, not even trapped. So yeah, basically cycling to work. Seven, yeah, left the house, what, 20 past seven, um, get to the off, trying to get to the office. Um, I was like, what, two streets away around Blackfriars in London. Um, and I had already felt the chain a bit. So what do, you, what do I mean by that? I feel like when you go over bumps and that being a single speed, it basically, when it comes out, it just everything just goes loose. Like the pedals just start um, spinning freely. And basically I was cycling to work. Let's be honest, there was a um, it traffic light which was about to change and I knew it was about to change. And I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to be stopping if it changes, so I'm just going to make sure like, I accelerate and try to get through them. Um, obviously, that's downhill as well. So I've got my bum in the air, like pedaling, pedaling as fast as I can towards the lights, make sure I get them before they change. And just before the lights obviously hit like a small bump, the chain came out and all obviously I had all of my weight on the pedals and then the pedals suddenly started spinning just freely, um, and I just dove straight into the into the road, head first, oh, well, fed, face first, more likely. So, oh, yeah, shit. five stitches on my um, eyebrow, three stitches on my chin, and obviously hitting my chin basically moved my um, jaw, which still hurts now, by the way. Oh. I can't fully open my jaw yet. That was two months ago now. Oh, um, and the God. other day, <laughs> actually two days ago, I yawned a bit 
open my mouth a bit too much, just like you're yawning. You don't have yeah, to exactly. fucking think about opening your mouth. Mm-hmm. Obviously, didn't because it's like about six in the morning when I woke up for work, and, uh, and yeah, it's hurting quite a bit again. So oh, I fuck. definitely think I need to go to a. Maxillofacial, that's what they call it in Spanish. <laughs> Basically, look at your face and your jaw. Um, so, yeah, hit the road really hard. Um, suddenly woke up and there was like five, six people around me being like, don't worry, the ambulance is coming, you're fine. And I was like, I know I'm fine. Like, what the fuck are you on about? Like, everything's fine, I know. Um, and then I sort of sat up because I was like, I didn't know why I was lying down on the road. So I sort of sat up. I knew I'd fallen down, but I was like, I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. And there was a guy from work. There's literally two streets behind where the uh, the office is. Um, and I was like, hey, Charlie, yeah, how are you doing? Are you doing all right? And then I, I thought, like, my face was my face was quite wet. I touched my face. And uh, I realized, oh, shit, I'm, uh, I'm dripping blood and a lot of it. Oh, so, uh, so, yeah, the yes. ambulance um, took, like, four and a half hours to arrive. So we decided, well... He decided to take me in a cab straight to the hospital, uh, got my stitches done, um, checked for a concussion, which was all good. But I definitely lost consciousness for, I don't know if it was a couple of seconds, if it got to a minute, but there was definitely a part of, yeah, there's definitely a, a time where I, I've, I've got no idea what happened, basically. <laughs> I, mean, I can imagine you were shit scared over there. I mean, I would be so scared. Like, so when I first see the, when I, when I like, in my case, if I if I if I were in your situation, if I saw like the blood just dripping on my face, I'd just be like, "What the fuck just happened?" Like, so I think yeah, I wasn't scared then because I didn't know what happened, because I knew I felt the chain go. I was like, "Fuck, the chain's just like it's come out. It's happened before, but if I'm not peltering it downhill full speed and everything, like your legs sort of like whoop, they kind of come off the uh, um, the pedals, but that's it." Uh, but then I knew what happened. I was like, "Fuck, the change just gone." Smack! Like I didn't obviously didn't feel, didn't hurt or anything because I was like, I, I was out there. And then woke up. Everything was around. Not really sure what's happening. I, I didn't know what happened till I walked out the hospital. Walked in. There was nobody there magically. So I like walked straight in. Got uh, checked for a concussion, CT scan, got the stitches done. All right, that's it. You're all good. Out you go. And I think it's when I left hospital. Didn't have any battery on my phone. Um, so basically, I got the tube, two stops to work, and walked straight into work. I had my face. They didn't clean my face or anything, so my face was still covered in blood. Um, all my T-shirt, like my cycling T-shirt, was just completely red. Got blood all over my like legs, trousers, shoes. Um, and I think it wasn't until I got into work and I suddenly felt safe because there was like, Everyone's around me. It's like people that I know, they're all coming up. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what's happened to you? Yeah. Um, and that's when I got, like, that's when, like, reality suddenly hit. Yeah. And I remember, like, everyone came up to me, fucking hell, are you all right? Like, what the fuck has just happened? And I was like, right, I need a couple of minutes to myself. And I went to the toilet. I locked myself in for, like, a good three minutes, just sat on the toilet being like, fuck, I could have just died. Yeah, that, I, that I, I, I genuinely moment. could have just died. Um, so, yeah, that was fuck. fucking scary really fucking scared that so uh obviously you went back home after that right yeah yeah yeah. so stayed there nice a new new apple watch still don't know how to use it properly so it sometimes (laughs) goes off that's that's when you know siri apple like apple google and all these they're listening to you (laughs) (laughs) absolutely holy shit um but yeah man that that must have been uh very very scary and like like 
obviously you you, you mentioned that uh, everything was dripped in blood, but I'm just remembering now as well like your your headphones as well were dripped in blood, and then when you lost them uh, or you thought you lost them down in the in the gym, uh, uh, did you, what you just told that story? Yeah, yeah. yeah so um, yeah, so basically the I've I've got these Bose sound cancelling headphones. Um, really good by the way. Excellent for the underground and for any flights if you've got any annoying kids like crying in the background or anything. They're, they're like they're really good. Still work by the way. Um, so excellent quality. But I did bash them quite badly when I fell down. Um, basically, they were scratched on the side and obviously quite deep cuts into the sort of the metal and the plastic, um, which got filled with blood. Obviously, because I hot, and still got hit yeah. on the on 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 the side. Um, and still use the headphones now. Still work perfectly. So using them in the gym the other day, I took them off because we were doing some, we were doing the cardio, and we at the end of the workout didn't want to get them all sweaty. Um, so I left them on the side, completely forgot about them, and then I was like, "Fuck!" Realized day after, so I need to go get them. Went to reception, and as I left, I left my like my headphones um, in the gym, and I, I could see them were basically a lost property, like a little desk at the back. I was like, "It's actually those headphones there." She was like, "Well, how do I know?" these headphones are yours I'm like, well they're completely fucking scratched down the side and they've got blood all inside the scratches because i haven't cleaned them out and can... she was like yep yeah you know there you go they said they're definitely yours I can imagine i can imagine that lady's face just looking at them like holy shit i mean there's, there's no there's no better evidence you can bring like this my dna is in those headphones it's literally this my blood is in that in those headphones basically <laughs> Holy shit, man! Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, those are uh, yeah fun times. Yeah, fun well, times. Well, and now you now you learned your lesson, right? Now you know. I mean, have you gone? Have you gone back to work like on a bike or? Yeah, you... yeah. That's, that's like, so obviously, when I went to hospital, they took my bike back to the office. It was interestingly, it was actually my last week in the office. So I was which, the Wednesday I fell down. Which, by the way, for people who don't know, it's a shitty ass bike. It's it's, it's a not, it's no, a oh no. come on, I've seen it. It's go. No gears. Exactly. Firstly. A single gear. A single gear. A single gear bike. It's, it's, it's like absolutely you fine. blow on that, it will fall down. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the whole point is there's it's no hills. There's and stuff like that everywhere. <laughs> there's not enough hills here to like, actually 100% need um, gears. And it's, they're just really easy to fix. Especially after you fall down. <laughs> Basically pop the chain straight back in and that's it. So uh, good to go. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, right. so I did I actually cycled home two days after the accident. So I fell down on a Wednesday. Thursday didn't go into the office. Friday was my last day in the office. My bike was still there. So I went in, left my laptop and everything there. And I had my bike and I was like, I either take my bike to the, not the underground, but like DLR and take it home on the train. Or I actually cycle home. And I obviously a bit scared, but I was like, if I don't cycle home there, because I was flying home on the Saturday day after, and I don't I don't really cycle that much when I'm back home. So if I don't get back on the road now, I probably won't get back on because I'll like it's a psychological this, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah psychologically I'll be like, what if what if this or what if that? I think it definitely helped the fact that I didn't hit a car or car didn't hit me. Something didn't hit me. It was just the bike that malfunctioned basically and yeah i did i should have had the um chain yeah. more greased up basically that's what so was it, it, it wasn't your fault necessarily it was just like exactly it wasn't bike. me not paying attention or i missed something or i should have paid more attention to the bike coming or the right. bus or this or that so there, there was that aspect of it that i still feel like i know my surroundings around around on the bike even though i wear 
sound cancelling headphones, which is yeah, fucking stupid. But, thing, um, but yeah, uh, cycled home two days after the accident, and yeah, cycling to to work now Monday Monday through to Wednesday. Nice. So uh, I mean, with a helmet. Yeah, 100%. with a helmet. With and a... Helmet, lights, everything. <laughs> everything, everything. Just, uh, and, Reflective uh, jacket, almost. <laughs> Make sure that the chain is all greased up and everything. Yep, yep. The uh, yeah, the bikes uh, got enough pressure in the tires. Chains greased up. Brakes yeah. work. Yeah, <laughs> not. Uh, yeah, don't need to do that Damn. again. And what, what do people at work um, think of that? Like when you told them um, that story, like, and you you tell them, yeah, I'm just coming to bike the, to work the, tomorrow. Like, do they? Uh, do they tell you something or they're just like, oh, he's just crazy? I think it's, I mean, a lot of, we've got quite a few people that cycle, not many people cycle, but just the fact alone when you saying that you're cycling to work, especially now, it, it does get cold in the morning. Like the other day it was like two degrees when I was cycling, oh. which is fucking awful. But people are like, oh my God, you're crazy. Just by cycling because it's, it's cold, it's, it's dark. It rains now. It's not like summer is. It is a bit warmer, and you've actually got nice weather cycling in. Um, so just on the fact that you're cycling to work, they're already like, "Fucking hell, you're crazy." And then when you tell them, "Yeah, I basically almost died a month ago, but yeah, still coming to work like this as well." Because <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> it's because it's too fucking expensive as well. Like it's yeah. good. Like, I like the fact that you wake up early. You've got like nice fresh air. You get to work and you're awake, and it's it's yeah. nice. It's a nice routine. But, but the other side as well, you save so much fucking money. Yeah, on DLRs and tubes and stuff. And yeah, like you mentioned, it's good exercise, right? Yeah, exactly. Strong, strong legs, man. You... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can you, you can squat more than me and Joel, our, our, our other friends. You can squat more than us easily. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> and we're just like, yeah, that's we, we have our excuse already. We don't even we don't it even try because we're just like, yeah, we don't ride a bike, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. If we would, if, if we did, then you know we would be able to squat the same. But you it's know, got, yeah. <laughs> got nothing to do with actually training legs, yeah, of course. Uh, no, nothing, no, just nothing, the cycling. Nothing. <laughs> just the cycling. Got aspect to it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man! Oh shit. And um, so in terms of um, work, like you work in sales, right? Yeah. Yeah. So before... how? Um, so how is that necessary? Because I remember asking you this question um, before, but it, I'm very interested in how salespeople specifically, because uh, my dad's a salesman, for example, and I know like my, one of my best friends, um, dad is also a, sale, uh, a salesman, um, and I've so I've I've always you know um, been around people who are in sales for some reason, um, but how do you like? approach someone or how do you speak to these people are there some tricks or something you can you can you can learn because i'm very interested in that aspect of it the Mm. psychological aspect of it right how do you change someone's mind in that sense or how do you influence them into like telling telling them uh, carrying them into you into where you want to go if you if that's actually what happens yeah i mean obviously like there's there's loads of different sales role obviously stuff like the basic stuff is sort of it is reflected within like the different roles. So for example, the one I was doing, so I did just under, yeah, like just for two years, um, it was basically cold calling and that was it. Obviously there was the aspect of maybe you send a sort of an email or a LinkedIn message to try and reach out to them beforehand. So it's, they're not absolutely like a hundred percent cold and they've yeah. never heard of you or anything. Maybe you've seen like, on LinkedIn, they've read your message, maybe they haven't responded, but you know, you're not going to be a hundred percent um, they're not going to be yeah, completely unaware of you on the side. So what I used to do just for a bit of context, I, I, I tell people I used to sell tanks. 
which <laughs> sounds very cool, but was not the case. Um, we basically sold data. So Vivek, you've got a tank, for example, and I'd call you up and be like, look, I know who wants to buy your tank, how many tanks they want. Do they want any modifications on them when they want them by? Um, so all sorts of information within the sort of defense and, and security industry. So that has included naval, uh, aerospace, land, and so on. Right. So basically, when, when you call them up, um, the, the, the problem with me was trying to wrap my head around, that's the first, first job out of uni, and I've got to wrap my head around speaking to these VPs of strategies, like business development, uh, like chief of business development, CEOs, and stuff like that. They've been in the industry for like 40 plus years, 35, 40 plus years. Yeah. And I've been in the job for two months and I've got to somehow <laughs> convince them that I know more about the market that they've been in for the last 50 years almost um, over like, and I've got two minutes to basically, no, not even two minutes. I've got 10 seconds to capture their attention and then two minutes to sort of like explain, not even two minutes to explain like what we do and how we do it um, and actually get, get them interested to come and have a look at the products. So it was, I mean, let's, let's be honest, most of the day, because it's all about volume, it's all about numbers. You've got to make the phone calls, you've got to send the emails, you've got to try them again, you've got to reach out to them at specific times. But most of the time you're getting told to fuck off left, <laughs> right and centre. That's how imagine, it works. Yeah. The thing is, these guys, they receive so many calls a day. They'll be like, oh yeah, calling from my ex-company. Um, and obviously you come in with a, sort of an interesting fact, a little, little pitch that you've got. Um, so capture their attention. They're like, nah, not interested. I basically buy a week later they're, they're not going to remember that call at all they've, re- yeah, they've received five calls like that just that morning there's oh, no way they're going to remember you but then but you do remember them because you're like right this is the ceo of x company that i need to speak to and you're like fuck i spoke to him last time and for three seconds in he told me like fuck off i'm busy so you're like i need to get some bit of information it might be something he talked about on the latest report that was yeah. like on the website or specific like um a deal that both of their competitors were bidding on and then you're like well i saw you didn't bid on this contract why why, why did, did you sort of miss out on it was it not something of interest and it's you just find little like nuggets of gold that sort of spark their interest yeah so it's, it's good fun like you've got that resilience behind of like after so many no's, you still got to try and push through them, which is feels really good once you do get through to them and you're like, fucking yeah. hell, how did you know that? Or where'd you get that information from? Like, how did you find that out? And then obviously, like, like I said, the ball's in your court now. Like, you've got the fucking control you're of the control, conversation, right? which feels absolutely amazing. But let's be honest, most of the calls you're doing, you're getting told to fuck off. <laughs> and you have to get used to that, yeah, right? You exactly. You have to get used to the, the rejection. Because, like, you probably do, like, 100 uh, calls or something and then maybe one or two click right or something exactly like yeah so yeah you're averaging around yeah 100 calls a day um out of 100 maybe you get eight that pick up <laughs> and then out of those eight you get three that actually want to listen to you and out of the three one of them is like well you know what i'll actually like come here and I'll like sit are, down yeah. for for an hour and have a look at, at what you've got to offer what is it like how exactly can you help me um and it, it's crazy how like you have like 10 seconds with these people right so if you stutter or if you say the wrong word yeah. or if you if you're like uh that's it that's the end it's of the not call. it's yeah exactly it's not yeah that's the thing it's not what you're saying it's how you say it right and if you come on the phone and you're thinking about uh aha, that's it that's it no, you're <laughs> <fucked>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm calling from whatever 
uh, I, I saw that that you um that, that's it. You <laughs> fucked it. You've, you've had your chance. As soon as they pick up, and it's horrible. It's horrible because especially at the start, you're like, right, I need to say this. I need to say this. And they're like, suddenly they pick up, and what, what I used to hate as well is when they pick up. And they're like, hi, yep. And you're like, yeah, Thomas here, calling from it. How are you doing? They're like, yeah, doing well. Really busy. What's this about? And it's it it doesn't change anything. Yeah. Like you're meant to keep going with the pitch and all of that sounds exactly the same but mm-hmm. the fact that they used to say like tell me i'm i'm really busy quickly what what are you calling about i was like fuck they've got no time for me now so i'm cramming everything i want to talk to them in like seven seconds it doesn't like, make any sense exactly it doesn't make any sense whatsoever like do you want tanks yes <laughs> do you sell tanks i know where yes good um, yeah it was uh yeah it's, it's hard. It's hard. But it's, you learn a lot. You learn, like, you learn how to speak to people, sort of reflecting the way they speak to you. Because I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some, sometimes people used to pick up and they were really nice on the phone. Yeah. Like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, really well. This is what I've done. This is what I was like. He's the VP of strategy for a company. He's telling me how like, how good his week's been and, and like it's really nice being back in the office. I mean, that's a massive one now as well. Right? Still on the phone, you're like, oh, it's really nice being back in the office, seeing people face to face. Because everyone's sort of in that situation as well. Everyone can feel identified with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a problem that affects everyone. Exactly, exactly. So they all, and, and yeah, so that's, that's what I was saying. Um, if you match their energy, even like with the serious guys, they're like, "What? Well, why have you called me? Like, how'd you get my number? So I got it off your LinkedIn or where, wherever we used to get the number from. And you just match the energy. And they, they do like it. They like it when you're ballsy on the phone. Yeah. Like if, if you're like, well, that's not relevant for me. I was like, oh, okay. Then how come like your sales are down 12% compared to, and then you mentioned their competitors, really, like their sales are up by 16% from last year. Right. And they're like, well, how do you know that? I was like, well, actually, it's from one of the reports I want to actually like talk to you talk about to you. and show you. And they're like, and that, it's the attitude thing. Exactly. They give you attitude. Obviously, you're not giving the attitude back, but you're reflecting how they're speaking to you. You like chuck it back on them. And they do, they do like it. They, I mean, they've been in sales their whole lives. So they yeah. do appreciate how you speak to them oh, um but it's, it's, it's nice it's interesting i think it's it's, it's, it's uh, i mean you're absolutely right because like if you match their tone right it feels more familiar to them right in their mind because like we all everyone wants stuff that's familiar hmm. so if like if someone comes up to me and starts speaking or like low and you know really softly and, you know depressed and all that i'm gonna probably just uh, just be like you know this is a per, like I, I, i'm yeah, sorry, not gonna I be able to yeah yeah, I don't yeah sorry i can't speak right now i'm in a meeting or yeah, yeah. exactly yeah i got no time but if someone speaks back to me, yeah if someone like our tone is the same right now so if someone if uh, if if someone who was calling us for example matches this tone right or we will join the podcast and matches this tone mm. it would fit in well right yeah but if exactly. someone comes in and just joins and just was depressed or like we can be excited all the time and just yeah. happen. <laughs> it's just gonna be weird it just doesn't match it we're just gonna be like mm, this uh, un- unconsciously we're just gonna be like mm, Probably yeah, not, just it doesn't. Not, yeah, it doesn't feel right. Exactly. Exactly. No, no, you're absolutely right. And yeah, that, that was. Yeah. And, and there's that, so that many. The thing there's so many tricks, right? In this, in this, uh, in in the book, right? Because it's all about behavioral psychology and all about behaviors and stuff like that. So I don't know. I mean, you you probably know the, the Jordan Belfort, right? He's a big salesman, the guy from Wolf of yeah, Wall Street. Yeah, tell me this one, so whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so he he released this book, not the Wolf of Wall Street, but there was one book in 2017, I think it was, he released, called The Straight Line Method. 
which was the sales pitch, the sales technique that he that he uses to to sell everything basically. Mm -hmm. So he in that book, I read it. It was such a good book. Um, and I was just uh, reading through my uh, th through the notes as well now because I, I I was reminded um, that you were coming on the podcast, right? And I was just like, and and that book just carries, just describes the whole pitch from beginning to end. What you should do right from the moment um, you meet that person, or even before you meet that person, right? What should you should do in terms of background reading mm. and stuff like that? How you should dress, how you should position yourself, you know all the way to the end with objection handling which i know that it's something that yep. you, you know yep. about yeah <laughs> so and and like what you should say if they if they if they tell you this like what should what should your reaction be it's such a good book and mm. i think you you especially will love it you will love it it's i think a, yeah no no definitely i think i, I should i have heard of it before i think you've mentioned it a couple of times as well i think um not definitely definitely worth a read but 100% in terms of the, the objection handling as well. It's like, even, like, you get that on a daily basis as well. If somebody calls you about changing Wi-Fis or something like that, or you call them about I don't know, your Sky box, like, oh, I, 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 like, yeah, I, I don't need the channels because I don't watch the football. Right. Or like, yeah, like, you, you get like Sky Plus or Sports Direct or whatever channels are called. As you can see, I don't watch <laughs> my sports myself. Um, <laughs> but if, if you keep talking about like yeah look i don't need the, the sports channel because i don't want sports like yeah but wait but you can you, you you've got like the basketball you've got the rugby you've got the football as well the cricket's on as well and like that's fine but my objection was i don't watch the sports so why would i need this and if right. they keep coming back at you with yeah but not only that but you can watch like cricket yeah exactly, you've got, the good, you know, yeah, like, exactly. Like, you've got like the horse um... riding like the, the races you got the horse races you got everything on there it's like but you're not listening to me. Exactly. You're not li like, I do not I give like a shit sports, about yeah. that. <laughs> and that, that was very important that you realize, because as I was telling you, like my job now, um, I've, I'm, I'm calling up people in French as well, which I'm comfortable speaking in French when I'm with my cousin, with my uh, French friends. And that that's, that's fine because you're speaking on a very colloquial basis. But when you're speaking professionally, the only way to handle an objection properly, you need to understand what they're saying. And that's the, one of the, well, not issues, but something that I'm, I'm realizing now is my business French is nowhere near as good as my <laughs> colloquial French. No, nowhere near fucking near. Um, so you realize, like, you need to understand what they say. Like, to actively, that's what, that's what they say. It's not about listening. You've got to actively listen. You need to right. understand what they're saying to so be able to sort of, like, continue conversation or like, handle the obje objections and so on. Um, but, yeah, I need to work on my French basically <laughs> <laughs> because you're, like, you're comfortable speaking English obviously in Spanish yeah and uh, but, the... but even in Spanish though like speak, speaking Spanish my whole life and then suddenly I've got to treat someone as a usted yeah instead of a tú it's like a business more business exactly like more, more yeah business colloquial yeah um, formal way of speaking to people and it's like I've never done that because <laughs> you don't you don't speak like that with your friends hell no you don't like that no you speak to all your friends like what the fuck are you talking about yeah, exactly. why are you speaking to me like that they'll be like all of a sudden, what are you hiding exactly all of a sudden on the phone now i'm like i'm fine speaking spanish I'm not i'm not like stuttering on the phone or anything it's yeah. just i don't know how to speak it's formally different. yeah yeah, yeah. You, you're not used to it right exactly used to it. exactly it's the same with me like um if, if i try to speak like like, like that as well I'll just be like, uh, could we? Could I just treat you like, like you know, you're Thomas or you're someone else? Because otherwise, it's going to be very difficult to have this conversation. It's so much. Yeah, exactly. And I was having a couple 
calls last week. Um, I had a Spanish project speaking with a couple of guys over in Spain, and it's nice when it sort of starts to have a bit of a laugh on the phone and that, and you feel much more comfortable on it there. And I'm like, that's fine. I don't have to treat them as as a really formal way to speaking like speaking with them. Right. Um, one of them was like, "Are you Argentinian?" <laughs> because of my action, I was like, "No, no, I've actually got a Canarian action, but I'm, I'm sort of like trying to sound professional." And he's like, "We sound Argentinian." I was like, "Right, I'll take that on board then." <laughs> but you sound like Messi, bro. Yeah, I was like, "Do I really?" But uh, oh shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking. And I guess like it's when you speak in in Spanish, you in that case, you you not only have to take into account. Um, like the way of speaking as well, because it's different. You're not used to it, right? You're used to doing it in English. Yeah. Uh, the formal bit, I mean. Yeah. Um, so you have to take into account uh, to be able. To, uh, you have to take into account that you are able to speak the formal Spanish, but also at the same time you have to keep in the back of your mind whatever you want to say, how you want to <laughs> say it, and all that. Which in English, when you speak in English, you only have to consider that, right? Because the, the formal stuff comes out naturally. Yeah. But. It's having that extra information, yeah, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, it's so I mean, much harder. Yeah. No, no, no. Then again, it's, it, it's just practice, isn't it? I just need to do yeah. it more times and it'll come out naturally. But especially at the start, I was like, I did have something written out. I'm not, I'm like, I had something written out. But then it doesn't, That that's that's the way, like with scripts, for example, they're not, you can't have a script for every conversation. Everyone's different. The way the conversation is going to stay is going to be different every single time. So script doesn't work. Like, oh, just stick to the script. You can right. stick to a script for an opening, like the first sort of three sentences you want to say, you can always say them the same, that's fine. But from then on, how somebody responds, you can't have a script for everything. You just need to sort of understand. And that's where the, uh, the active listening comes back in. You know? Just understand what they're saying and just follow on the conversation from there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, but yeah, it's just going to be practice for my side. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's all practice. I agree, man. I agree. And I'm smiling now because I'm, I'm reminded that uh, of the book because that's exactly what they mentioned in the book, right? So whatever you're saying right now in terms of sales, like objection handling, just don't stick to a script. Like have a script, but you don't need to stick to it. Hmm. And then, you know, just the, the way that we speak and all that, um, it's just every single point you just... You just bang on on every single point of the book, right? So it's just, it's just crazy. Uh, I think it's still worth a, wee, a, a read, but... There's, there's um, one point um, over there as well that's that's mentioned that I think um, is, was a very good story. I'm just, I'll just give you this story because mm. I think I think uh, you like it. it. It was going back to a conversation about you know matching the tone. Mm. So he mentioned that exactly, right? You should match the tone of the salesman. And the example he gave, he gave was... Um, how he handled his son's objections. So his apparently, I'll just give you the, I'm paraphrasing obviously, but like I'll just give you a quick summary. So his son, Joel Berfel's son, came back one day and he was very mad because um, he lost a football game, I think it was, um, and to another team. Like his son was like eight years old or something. Mm-hmm. So he was very, very mad and he hated um, the the other players, right? Um, so I think... Or, I, th- I think they ended up in like a fight or something like that and like after the game or something like that so something happened right yeah. something went down where the son did something that um was not right but he just the son just wasn't aware of it right okay so with the way jordan handled that was like the son obviously was very mad he was just coming dad this is not fair why 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 do they have to behave like this blah 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 blah, blah. and what jordan did was you're absolutely right son this is not fair this is <laughs> this is absolutely a disgrace so he matched his tone at the same time right and he mentioned that um 
in the book, as he was doing, as he was describing the story, he was mentioning like what he thought at the same time as well. So he mentioned like now that I have Matches Tone, now it's time to lead uh, my son to where I want him to go, right? Mm. So now that they're on the same level, he was like, yeah, this is a disgrace, son. I absolutely agree. And then he slowly led him to like. But don't you think that, you know, maybe if you would have done this, it would have been much better or something like that. Or yeah. you would not have gone into a fight. It would have been uh, better for both teams, right? Because, you know, you would have gone a red card maybe or something like that, whatever happened. Yeah, yeah. And then by the end, his son was like, yeah, yeah, um, I agree that. Yeah, I think I think you're right. So they all calmed down and all. <laughs> and I just read that paragraph, you know, and I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> this, this would have worked on me. Absolutely would have worked on me, man. But and, I suppose it, yeah, but there, there, I'd say it depends on sort of the situation, doesn't it? Because if, I suppose like eight years old, right, he comes back from a, a football match and, and he's pissed off at the other, at the, the, the other team and that, but if he's like sat at the table and, a stupid example, he's sat at the table and like, I don't want to fucking eat my carrots because like, that's it, like, they're not nice, I don't have my vegetables, you can't really match his energy there, being like, yeah, you're man. absolutely right, carrots are fucking awful, however, they're good for you, so you need to eat your... <laughs> it's a bit different. Yeah, I think it, it, it changes, I mean, that, that's, that comes down to that's just different parenting and all of that there, doesn't it, when, yeah. it, when it comes down to there, but, um, no, obviously, I see I see where, where that example would, uh, would yeah, come in yeah. handy, but... Um, <laughs> It's, yeah, it's it's crazy the different <laughs> tricks in the book that they are, yeah, they yeah. are out there, man. <laughs> yeah, it's and the thing is, you only develop these in sales, right? Because like in my case, for example, I I mean I have definitely improved my communication skills, I believe, but not to that level where you are, right? Not to the level where I could change someone's mind or well not i want to say change someone's mind because it sounds like evil or something like that but like <laughs> it sounds like i'm a, I'm no, a villain or i something. know what you mean yeah, but yeah like like maybe like try to sell something or influence someone in in some way so maybe not at that uh, maybe i'm not at that level i would like to be but hmm. i'm not there yet maybe um so Wait, yeah but i think there again it just comes down to what you're doing on a day too you, you're not you're not in a sales role that's not what you're meant to be doing is right. it um 100% there's going to be stuff that I'm much better at you are doing in the job, but that's because I was doing it yeah. 100 times, literally every single day for two years. Mm-hmm. Now, if we turn it, well, I mean, turn it around the other way with you, there's going to be some stuff that you're doing in your in your sort of like role, which especially, I think with a couple of projects you had mentioned to me last time, really technical. There's no fucking way I can even wrap my head around some of the stuff there. Like, it's just, <laughs> it, but, but there's just completely two different things and obviously if you're talking about communication i mean even the one of the projects you did not too long ago you're speaking with like really senior stakeholders okay you're not trying to sell them anything you're not trying to like get them to spend like 30 40 grand with you but you still you still got that initial speaking of wow i'm speaking speaking to to the ceo of x company it's it's still that i mean and that's that's another thing that, that i was told is everyone wakes up and sort of like they've all got to put their, their trousers on in the morning like it might be the ceo of whatever microsoft thing they'll go back home we'll get undressed they'll put their, their pajamas on have a shower they'll have, they'll have dinner yeah. with their kids in the morning they'll brush their teeth they'll take a shit they're all human they're exactly. not like oh my god he's a fucking that's... like god exactly. no like you go it, it doesn't and that's once you wrap your head around that, it's so much easier to speak to them as well. A hundred percent. That's exactly what you mentioned over there. They are all human. Mm. That's what I have in mind every single time I speak to someone senior or or anyone. If, yeah. Uh, 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 like, 
anyone at, at all. Because like, you have to think about that. Just don't be scared of them, man. They, they are they are they are human. They do exactly the same things as you, exactly. or very similar things to you, right? Yeah. So if if you fuck up, it's fine because they probably fucked up as well at the same the exactly same place. exactly yeah. So yeah, it's just like you shouldn't you shouldn't worry at all. I know people, for example, who are just afraid of speaking to anyone hundred um, percent senior. Yeah. Yep. So it's just like um you know they're just shy and a little bit scared and yep. all which, I can I, I mean. I, I can empathize with them, you know. I can, I can, I can put myself into into their shoes and be like, okay, yeah, you might be scared, but it's that's because you, because you still think that they are something else, like they're some god or something like that. Yeah, no. But if you wrap your head around, like you mentioned, like they're human. Yeah, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, 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 they're just they're, people. They're, 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 it's like speaking <laughs> to your friend, right? Exactly. Just, they'll go home. They'll, they'll take a shit. They'll have a wank. If they're on their own, they're yeah. like, they'll have sex. I mean, <laughs> exactly. they do exactly the same thing every <laughs> single other human being does. And I think is good. I mean, on our side, we're 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 young professionals, aren't we? We haven't been in like working for, wouldn't say we're we're experts in any field by yeah. any matter. Yeah. Um. But you do realize like there's people that have been in the job for more, like some of our seniors or people that train us or stuff like that. Where you realize, depending on which role they've done in the past or stuff like that, there there's still the aspect of, oh my god, yeah, well, like careful with what you're saying because you're going to be speaking to this. Obviously, you're not going to. You're not gonna come and speak to like the uh, director of the the VP of our department. You're gonna start be like, yeah. So how was your fucking Saturday night? Was it good? Like, what did you go for drinks? <laughs> Obviously, you like you adjust, but you shouldn't feel sort of intimidated while speaking to them. Exactly. They shouldn't. It shouldn't feel like that. You should be able to go up to them, have a conversation. Obviously, there's different. In, depending on who you're speaking to, obviously some people are more receptive, they're, they're warm, they welcome a conversation with you. Other people will be like, I've got five minutes of your time. Like, yeah. And then obviously you feel the pressure, but still, you should still be able to have that sort of conversation with someone, yeah. even though they've been in the industry for so many years or they've got that expertise or whatever. Exactly. There, just it, it depends also on their, their background as well, right? Like like you mentioned, it's not it's not only the like the different type of person. So some, some of them might be warm, some of them might be a bit more cold or something. Mm. But it also depends on if they're older generation, like what type of what, what type of generation they're raised in, right? Yeah. Or like, for example, there's some people who are very traditional who are just like, yeah, you are an analyst you should, um, and, and I'm the MD, for example, I'm just making this up, like, or, yeah. or I'm the manager, right? Um, you do what I say. But then there are other type of managers who are just like, I'm going to work with you. We're both on the same level. Um, let's work in a collaborative in a collaborative um, way, right? So that's, again, that's that's a bit more warm. It welcomes more, yeah. more conversation. It welcomes the conversation. But in the, in the first example, it was just like, you know, I'm just, it's, it's understandable to be a little bit more scared in that sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, to, to speak to that MD. But yeah, I can see where, where you're coming from 100%. No, Especially if you, if you speak to, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, yeah, definitely on, on the sort of manager side, I worked with, um, with someone on, on events once and he had been in the, in the military for sort of like 50 something years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, you could tell, I mean, obviously they were really calm under pressure and stuff like in, in terms of, oh my God, like there's some like important stuff we need to get done straight away. Play with your mic. If, it, if the mic if it touches. Your, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to rub, yeah. Just put it a bit more up. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Um, so yeah, just saying like, it was really good like under pressure and stuff like that. Um, but there was times where it's basically, we're doing this this way and that's it. And, it, mm. and, and sometimes it's like, oh, why why is this 
like the, the best way to do stuff and it's like Cause I it's so. not not <laughs> because it's the best way it's because it's the way that i've said that we're doing it and we're going to be doing it that way and it's, it, it almost felt like he's your, your it's basically your superior yeah. and you do as he says because he's your superior like there's yeah. no like some, discussion there's no argument which i'm not saying obviously argue with your managers obviously not but sometimes there is a way like they've said well look this is the, like our workflow we're doing this this way and then you realize well actually if we could implement sort of like this way of working we actually cut out this middle bit which wastes time or whatever and you sort of yeah you can cut it but it wasn't the case and yeah. that's exactly what you're saying is in that case even though you could feel comfortable in speaking to them like that it's harder to have conversations with them um because of their background exactly. and because the the way that they've sort of worked exactly. in the past and I feel like, I mean, I, I don't know about you, um, but at least in my case, I've been lucky not to have that experience, right, with uh, with uh, managers yet. Because, like, mm. I know people who have, but I've been lucky not to have that um, type of manager in that sense. Like, my managers, I've always been welcome, welcoming of, like, feedback and change. And it's all, always been, a, like, a collaborative um, workflow. So I think that's that's great in, 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 in that sense. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I know that there are some, some people out there that, um, you know, don't don't treat them at the same level yeah and i feel like some people are uh, like going, going back to the point of people being scared of speaking to their superiors and all bro sometimes the people you're call- in your case for example sometimes the people you're calling they're our age yeah <laughs> right they're like there might be ceos and stuff of like you know um of a company or something or something but they're our age they're 23 they're 24 they're 25 so it's like it's kind of it's kind of like should we, should, how should I how should I speak to you in that way? It's like it's a bit weird, right? It's like so, some people feel scared of of addressing like those people, even though they're the they're same age. I know, for example, in in uh, or maybe not scared, but like they they treat they treat them like they're on a higher pedestal. Mm. Um, so I know, for example, and there's this um, guy in Tenerife who's uh, started a big crypto uh, company. Okay, and um, I know that. Don't there are talk so- to me about crypto right now. <laughs> Go ahead. There are there are some people there are some people um, who just you know who treat them as you know he's the CEO of of, the, of this company he's the CEO of of uh, this crypto company he's uh-huh. so good and all that which you know he's done pretty well for for himself I agree but again he's just human right yep like that guy used to go to my school right. I know, I know how he used to. I you know how he used to be uh, before, right? And like, I'm not going to treat him any differently now because he is a CEO of some company. You know, I mean, mad respect. You know, you've you've made it. You've done very well, and I appreciate. I'm really happy for you. But you just like you're you're roughly my age, right? Maybe a few years older. So I'm not I'm not going to change the way I treat you because for me, in my eyes, you're still the same old guy, right? Yeah, but that's um, just because you know him. That's yeah, well, I don't know him that well, to be oh, fair. Oh, yeah, but, but, but I mean, like, I mean, you've I've had been... that sort of background. You, 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 not know him personally, but you like, you've seen him on nights out. You've seen him, like, when you, you're back at school or, yeah. or on a weekend out when you're down at the beach and stuff like that. Um, obviously, it's not the case with everyone, but yeah, it's similar, like, with my girlfriend and, and people um, that started, like, the job at the same same age as us, at, like, a couple of years ago, and then they're going off, like, Oh yeah, because I'm the fucking thing, and I like I know so much about this. Oh, you know what? You probably do know more about it than me. You're absolutely right, because right. maybe you're more interested in this specific subject or this style. You've really invested a lot of time in in understanding more about X subject, X industry, or something. Yeah. But I think 
I mean, that just comes down to every single person how boastful they are about exactly. either some something or the other, and then it, then obviously it's reflected in the way that they speak to other people and the way that you feel. Yeah, exactly. Personally, yeah, personality-wise, and then how you feel when you're going to speak to them as well. Um, but when you're saying about your your friend back home, I know a couple of people now as well. They're thinking about moving back to Gran Canaria like full time. Really? Yeah. Um, in the next, like, I've got somebody who's already back there now. Somebody who's planning on going back in the next, yeah, basically six months. How do you feel about going home Damn. now? Um, me personally, <laughs> I probably wouldn't. <laughs> but like, maybe eventually down the line. Yeah. But like right now, I don't think I see myself like going going back home yeah. to to Tenerife. What about you? I don't know. I was talking about it with uh with Carla the other day and it's like like I say she was like no she wouldn't like she wouldn't, wouldn't want to go back now just because like the day to day and everything so she loves going back for holiday same like, same with me I mean I fucking love going back on holiday but maybe working there now no but 100% in the future 100% but yeah, I just because the life is just so good over there man yeah it's just like yeah. it's 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 so chilled. Yeah, and you know you you got everything you got, you know those dream lifestyle not the like those uh, paradise pictures that they show on Instagram and stuff like that. Mm. Like you know you could be on the beach every day. You could be like you know you could go water parks. You could go hiking. You could go these natural beautiful pools. Um, yeah. You know all that all that you have it over there. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like you could do that. Exactly. And you could do that every day. Yeah. Because it's not dark at three o'clock. <laughs> like, it gets dark at eight o'clock. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Like a like, normal. Yeah. Exactly. Place, right? You finish work and you can actually go out and enjoy daylight. Yeah. <laughs> and not be like, oh, it's, it's dark already. Time for bed. You look at your clock and you watch and it's just like five o'clock or six o'clock. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a couple of people. So like yeah, that. eventually down the line, probably mm. um, it would be nice to go back though. Especially, I mean, I, I don't know how far down the line, but for sure um, in retirement, because retirement yeah. is like you know, you like you probably don't have much much to do, right? I don't know what type of retirement we're gonna have. It's, it's <laughs> like we might we might we might be running companies, man. So you might not retire <laughs> at all. But like, um, if we if we do retire, just going going back and just having the old people life over there is just so nice, man. Yeah. Well, hundred percent, hundred percent. But instead of you know being over here in the cold, yeah, it just changes your your um, your attitude as well, right? When it's so cold and it's so dark and stuff like that, it just depresses you, right? It's, you just, yeah, man. You go outside, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think you have to wear like five layers of jacket. And I think that's just cold. yeah, and that's for us as well. It's just annoying because of where we're originally from, isn't it? It's just frustrating to well, not frustrating but it is it is shit let's be honest yeah, like, i mean annoying. you do get used to it like oh yeah i mean obviously january february like it's cold but i mean we're, what was the average temperature when we went home for christmas this year like, like 20 fucking 25 degrees. 26 degrees yeah, it was exactly. like <laughs> it's like you're at the beach every single day you're actually like tanning. in december like yeah december exactly <laughs> the 31st of december at the beach well, not for me because I had COVID, but <laughs> that's your... yeah, it's good fun. <laughs> oh shit! Man. But uh, it, yeah, it's, it's yeah. crazy when you when you think about it. That's why, like, when people ask us, um, I, well, I, I, I'm sure they ask you as well. But uh, in, in my case, they, they ask me like, "Why are you here? Why are you here? Like, yeah, literally, like, why why would you want to come and live in London?" 
And I think the main reason is, you know, because of in terms of job opportunities yeah. and all, yeah. there's not much in in Tenerife, Gran Canaria, and all. Like you can, you can, you can have a very good life. You can you can even have a, your business. You can make very good money, you know, and and all that. But if you want to have like a corporate life, hmm. it's very difficult over there because it just basically doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Um, I mean, make your own business, make a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know how easy that is, but <laughs> um, if you're if you're passionate about it, then then you you could make it, man. I think that's that's what people need to find, right? If they find hmm. their passion and they find that one thing they like, that's you can easily make money out of anything, anything at all. Like, who would have thought <laughs> that speaking to your friends could make you money? There we go, podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Or who would have thought? I mean, it's not like I'm making money at all <laughs> out of this. I don't. I'm just doing this for fun, bro. But um, who would have thought that you know, um, selling something on the internet that is not physical, that doesn't exist, but it's just like a number on the internet um, to someone else would have made money? Boom, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Um, who would have thought about all of these things, right? Who would have thought that um, yeah. selling selling people's addresses and um, what they like and what they click on, what they don't like, could be used, could be monetized. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could use and you could make money out of anything, anything. You just need to enjoy it. Basically, that's that's exactly. that's your point of view. You yeah. Just need to enjoy it. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm that type of person. If if I know that if a person finds something they really really like, um, and that they're passionate about. Basically, that they would do for the rest of their lives, even if they weren't paid, even if even if the odds are against them, hmm. right? If they would do, if they find that one thing that they really enjoy doing, it and that they would do that for, um, that's that's your passion. That's that's yeah. what I, that's what I think. Like, um, I I don't expect to make any money out of this. I just expect to have like good conversations with, yeah, with my friends. Fun right? conversations, yeah. So I'm well, especially at this stage. I'm just trying it out. So I don't even know if this is my passion, right? But <laughs> I know I for now. Based you enjoy on the number of yeah. episodes. Yeah, enjoy I really it. enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I know. For example, I think, um, I think it was Elon Musk, the one that said, like, if if um, if you if you find something that's so valuable, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember the exact thing. Yeah. But if you find something that's so valuable, that means something that means so much to you, that you would do even if the odds are against you. That's where your that's where your passion is. That's that's what um that's what the definition of the thing that you like the most hmm. um is. So if people find that, then you're done. You're, yeah. you're, you're happy, right? Because why, why would you spend your life, right, working on a nine-to-five job or working on a, on a company or working on something that you just, you like it, yeah, it's interesting, you're learning, but it's not something that you want to do, right? Because, like, for example, I know people who are like, uh, like a few friends of mine who are like, they, they just say, yeah, I'm working on 9 to 5, but I don't have time to do anything else, blah, blah, blah. And like, I would much rather do this, 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 and that. And I'm like, just go do it, man. You're just like this. I mean, that's much fucking easier said than done, No, though. but like, go do it after work, <laughs> I mean. Like, yeah, okay. You don't have to quit yeah. your job and, and do it, but like, okay. get off your ass and do it and try it out. Don't if just, it's something that you really want if to, then that you really you'll make want, fucking just, time for it, exactly, won't you? Exactly, you'll yeah. make time yeah, for yeah. it. Um, and then eventually, if you want, you can, yeah, quit your job and then and start working on it, but if you don't try, you don't. You will never figure it out. So you got your passion, yeah? Do you know what your passion is? So figure it out, man. <laughs> figuring it out, man. Still figuring it out. <laughs> That's what I'm doing, man. I'm just trying, trying out different things. Yeah. See, see yeah. what sticks, right? <laughs> that's that's the that's the idea behind it. I think 
Yeah, I mean that that's that's at least my mindset. Yeah. What about yours? What do you agree? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, hundred percent. If you find something that, as you said, like you'd you'd be happy to do for the rest of your life, even without getting paid. I mean, I was thinking about it now. Like I've surfed my whole life. I fucking love like I I could spend the whole day at the beach, just like surfing, getting out, and some food with friends, and then like just like, like just like a sandwich on the beach, back in the water, keep doing some surfing. Um, I'd obviously love to do that for the rest of my life. I mean, I've surfed my whole life. It's more of a hobby, isn't it? Like, yeah. I don't get paid for it. I'm okay at it. I'm not like a pro surfer or anything. Happy to do that for the rest of my life. Then, what? I could open a surf school. Yeah. That'd be good fun. I wouldn't mind that. Um, Why don't you try out in some competitions? Um, just just for fun. I mean, you don't you don't have to do it like you know you don't have to quit your job or anything and do it. But like, just try it out for fun. What do you and, and see? Competing. Is, yeah, competing in surfing. Against, against others in surfing. I don't know. I've just I've never. Like, that's weird because I'm, I'm really competitive. I've karate, done it for years. Like, even the job now, like sales before, job I've got now is all target related. And I want to be, I want to be good at it, but as well, I want to be better than the rest. Yeah. I've never had that with surfing. I've never had, I want to be better than him. I want to be, I just, just want I to literally just go into the water and just completely switch off. Like nothing, everything else is just like there. Like yeah. not even there. It's just it. Honestly, like yeah. that is weird. I, I'm sure other people will get it on different stuff that they do. I don't know. Or you're running, or you're swimming. When you just completely switch off, and I went I'm surfing, zone. it just it just happens, and you just you don't. I, I genuinely, and it's weird. Like thinking about it now, I had I hadn't actually thought about it ever like that because I've never competed, and I've never even thought about oh, going to a competition or anything like that. I just I love just feeling like being in the water and like just feeling on the just waves and stuff fun, like that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And time flies when you do it, right? Like you spend like yeah, hours exactly. and hours in there and just like, oh shit, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was different. Like in karate, it wasn't the same. It's like, I, maybe it was different because I, I was part of a club and stuff like surfing. I just went every single weekend from I was when I was five, six, basically. I just went surfing every single weekend. Karate was like maybe part of a club and then they're like, you start competing when you're like quite young and, and maybe they push you more yeah. and stuff like that. But I hadn't thought about it like that really. Like maybe, on the competing maybe it's side. because like surfing is something that you do by yourself and karate, whilst karate you have to do with someone else. Um, with sales, for example, you have to do it around other people right, like around. you're part of a team. But still um, like very... Like surfing, for example, you, I mean, you go, do, do you, you probably go sometimes with your friends, sometimes alone. Yeah, so yeah exactly. You, you basically, it's an individual uh, sport, right? You yeah, do it by yeah, yourself. yeah. Whereas the other stuff is more like you need to but still like surfing. It'll be like you against maybe two other, two three other guys in the you call you call them heats. Mm-hmm. It's like twenty minutes, and you basically you I think you've got ten waves basically to surf. The the two highest scoring waves out of your ten is your total score. But then karate is you against one other guy. Right. Yes, there's the team aspect when you've got like team combats and stuff like that, and you you like the points get added added up, but it's you against the other person. Like, it's still an individual sport to that extent. And the kata side, which is like the, the kind of like the, like dance moves with like punches and kicks right. and stuff, you can do that in team where that's like, that's full teamwork there. But because you've got to do it at the same time, you're doing the same movements and trying to get all that under control. But the combat side of it is very much, yes, there's that team aspect, well, the training and the support and everything in the background going on. But essentially, once you're in 
in the, the like the tatami or they call it yeah it's you it's you basically so and yeah it's that's the same in his sales like when i'm on the phone and speaking to someone i haven't got a whole team behind me going like yeah go on top it's like <laughs> it's me versus that fucking ceo that i'm gonna get in my diary because i've sparked his interest basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah that's that's true but like what i was trying to say is that maybe in your mind you haven't seen surfing as competitive because you haven't done it in a competition in a, or, hmm. or in a competitive manner, right? When you're in yeah. karate, you're competing against someone else. Yep. When you're in sales, you're competing against someone else. In surfing, you're not competing against anyone yep. but yourself, maybe. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I want to get better. Yeah, and do exactly. Like, but like, I'll you, try this trick or do it. Yeah. You just didn't pop into your mind, right? No, I think, yeah, I think that's that, a very fair point. Yeah, we used to go surfing just because just cause you feel it's like just it, good right? fucking fun. Yeah. We just loved it. <laughs> yeah. I remember when, I mean, I've tried it as well a few times, but I'm no way like this. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't, barely stand I, I i don't think i could stand up on the board man it's, it's just like literally Mean. i tried i try to like stand up and i just fumble and i fall down uh, into you're almost two meters tall you need a right board that's the problem yeah Before i used just to get given. those those uh sponge the soft yeah, boards, the foam boards yeah. foam boards exactly <laughs> and i just still couldn't man i used to like i you know you do the push-ups and all uh, the, yeah, yeah like, the stand up yeah. and I just couldn't do it. I used to like stand up for like one second or two and then just fall down. Sometimes not even that, man. Like it's, it was just crazy. And I used to go with my friends. So with, with uh, two friends of mine, we used to go in uh, over just one summer to be fair. We, yeah. we did it maybe two summers. Can't remember now, but one of them did like surfing like proper, like not like not professionally or anything, but he knew a bit more about the man. He had, he had, he had surfed before yep. uh, with friends and stuff like that. And two of us um, did not uh, did not. Well, you, you you've heard of them, you, Salomon and Bao. Mm. Yeah. So uh, we used to and, and me, we the three of us we used to go. And Salomon used to know how to how to surf, um, <laughs> but Bao and I didn't have no idea. And ba- and Bao picked it up real quick, right? Yep. But I just didn't. I, I just that annoyed the shit out. Yeah, I was just like, this. oh shit. They're both. I can see them both going on the wave, and I'm just like, <laughs> no, please, please. And the, the craziest thing is like. Because obviously, once the wave, once the wave takes you uh, out to the shore, you have to go back in, man. They're going back in. It's it's crazy. Uh, if if they're like if there's like a high tide or not a high tide, so if they're, if they're like um, big waves coming yep. coming at you, right? And usually you would go on a day that you know there's there's they're gonna be with the big waves. So it was just it was just uh, crazy, just going against the wave, just like you you go forward five meters and then you go back six because the wave just pushes you back. It's just like oh shit. But by the end, I think I think I managed to swim faster than than like like on the board, you know, like roll paddle, paddle yeah. whatever, yep. faster than them two. Because I just I was just doing that all the time. I used to fall down all the time, and. My whole job Handing was just try out. to go back, try to go back out. So <laughs> by that point, I was just like faster than both of them. I was just like inside already, just waiting for them, and then just couldn't get on the wave, man. <laughs> yeah, it's good exercise. Oh, it's good exercise. It fucking definitely. kills every it's time. Just... Like, every time I go back, obviously I haven't surfed in what the last three or four months. Wherever it's been, obviously not much surfing here in London. Um, and the first time out, just like wow, like it doesn't matter. If you like, if you run on a daily basis, or you do like fucking CrossFit, or you do this, or you do that, paddling into a fucking like set or something, it's like, oh god, <laughs> fuck, here we go again. You know, duck diving here and paddling here, and then under, another duck dive, and then that's the thing, like you can't control it. Yeah. So like, you're fucking, you're tired. 
well, you're running a 5k, you're like, right, you know what? I'll, I'll have a bit of a jog now. Yeah. I'll, I'll jog. I, I might walk because I've got stitches and I'll be like, oh God, I'll walk for 30 seconds and I'll keep going. You can't stop there. The <laughs> wave's coming and you need to go out. Like, you need to fucking paddle fast. Like, yes <laughs> There's <or> no yes. <laughs> option. If you don't, you're out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're out of the water. <laughs> oh, that's good fun, man. It's, it's good crazy, fun. Man. It's something, crazy. Definitely. It definitely, yeah, I, I agree with you. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot to, of fun. Next time we go, uh, Back home, either you come Grecken or we go. We go to Tenerife. Oh, you're gonna have the 100%. laugh of your life. Like you're gonna, you're gonna be in tears. That'll be, oh, that'll be good fun. It's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> we should, we should take Joel and, and Orlando. As Joel well. as That's well. gonna be, <laughs> gonna be even more funny. Yeah, Orlando, yeah, Orlando does the stand-up paddle, so uh, he's happy with that. But yeah, he's a bit funny with with the sea. Orlando, he's a bit, you have uh, your own board and all, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got, got a few. You got a few. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice, I've got nice, the nice. the longboard, and you have is... your um the wetsuit and and all that as well, right? I've got one, but you don't really you don't really need you it. don't really need it like in every doesn't island. The, doesn't the board like like it, scratch your chest? Yeah, so the foam boards, hundred percent at least, or wear a t-shirt or something, so there's yeah, no direct contact me, yeah. with your like skin and the the foam board because like your your nipples will literally, like, you, they'll feel like they're falling off. <laughs> I, I've had scabs on my nipples. I, I could literally pick my nipple skin off oh, how shit. bad it's been. But normally on, like, a, um, like, a, like, resin, because like, you've got, the, like, the, the resin on the board, is only, you're, you're really only on the wax that right. you put on the board to not slip off. Sometimes, obviously, the wax gets some sand in it and stuff like that, which can sort of, like, give you a bit of a rash. But otherwise, you don't you don't really need unless it's like a foam board, 100% standard like yeah. normal board. Then you don't really. Yeah, need. no, I, I've never tried. I tried the because obviously I told you my friend Salomon he has here he used to surf so he had a normal board, but he had a smaller board. Obviously he was he's like uh, he's a bit shorter than me. Yeah. So he had he had a smaller board as well. And when he used to sit on the board, like half of his body used to be in the water, right? <laughs> and with a foam board, that that doesn't happen, right? If you sit on a foam board, like. You're a little bit in the water, yeah, but you can still, yeah, you can still, like, roughly, like, from your belly button or a bit more up, you're basically outside the water. But on those boards, that you just sink in, right? So when I got in, it was just my face out, basically. (laughs) (laughs) That board was definitely too small for you, It was too small. I was just like, yeah, this is not going to (laughs) work. It was, yeah, it was was crazy. The way he used to teach us as well, like, that that guy is hilarious, because, like, it wasn't, it was no professional stuff or anything. It was just, like... Just follow me and just go inside and just don't die. <laughs> that's that's his way of teaching. I'm like, okay, fair enough. I'll try my best. Yeah, yeah. I'll it's, get you on the board. I'll get you on the board. That's, that's gonna be 100%. funny. It's gonna be funny. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's um, it's 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 crazy. All these activities you can do in in Gran Canaria. And, yeah, it's in just the Tenerife. Yeah. 100%. I mean, obviously, compared to here, you're like, oh, you can go to a theatre yeah. and stuff like that. And there's, it's like, you've got loads of museums and stuff like that here. But, I mean, yeah, you give me an option of theatre in the in like museums in the morning and then a pub lunch and then theatre in the evening. Or you tell me, oh, we can go fucking surfing, have like, yeah, like a, uh, what do you call it, a squid bocadillo de calamares. Bocadillo de calamares, yeah. At the beach, especially a squid sandwich at the beach with a... Alioli, and then go oh. back in the water. Then I'm afraid <laughs> I don't really give a shit about the theater. <laughs> <You know>, exactly. <laughs> so that's I agree. just personal preference, really. I agree. I agree. I would much rather do the second option, man. In fact, we used to do that. We used to, like our standard thing. We used to be like go um 
go surfing and then we all start we had the tradition of either having like a bocadillo or something or like subway or something like that and obviously by the time you finish you are starving yeah like you are starving to like (laughs) as if you're not eating food in like three days it's just like this that's when i had the three sub no no it wasn't then sorry it was i I did i didn't have uh, a big meal but like it was it was a time when it was just so much hunger we used to go into the subway, for example, and the, the guy just used to, like, look at it just like, the fuck are these guys? <laughs> did, did, did the parents not feed them or anything? It's like, we <laughs> used to order a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's good times. crazy, man. Good and times, then, cool. Have you ever encountered, like, um, like animals or fish or... Well, not fish, but... Like, um, Fish, any sea know, life sea life yeah dangerous sea life exactly. sharks stuff like exactly. that no so no, no not back home um while surfing what have i seen i've seen a i've seen a turtle once yeah that they were it not like it came up next to the board or anything like it was like it basically like stranded on some rocks right. next to it as we were paddling back out um so it's like a few of us sort of like helped to get back in the water and it couldn't really swim so they like ended up like calling um animal control or something like came in and sort of they, they take it away take care of it and they sort of free it up whenever it's, it's suitable to go back into the sea um i've had now nah, i've had like a few fish sort of like flop up next to you which is That's scary cool. sometimes because suddenly you've got like well you've got what 30 40 maybe 50 half a meter sort of fish like it's quite a big fish kind of yeah. like flops out of the water maybe like two three meters in front of you and oh, like shit. fucking hell but then at the same time you're thinking is it running like swimming away from something that's bigger? Because <laughs> if there's something that's bigger after that, then I'm, I'm, I could be fucked right now. <laughs> like, you do. So yeah, suddenly like you take your legs, you put them on top of the board, and you're like, just right, let's just have a little slid, like like have a look around. And the day is good. Like make sure. Honestly, it's not a danger for me. Always make sure like you're surfing with somebody else, but as long as you paddle faster than the other person, that's it. You don't you don't you don't need to swim faster than the shark. Yeah. You need to swim swim faster than the person you got next to you. That's exactly. It. You're, that's fi- it. you're fine. You're good. You're good. As long as if the, if the shark can get them and not me, you know. We're exactly. Good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. So not 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 while surfing anyway. Um. I've I've rescued a few people, who've really? basically been taken by the current and. Yeah. That the first. I mean, the first people to really notice it is us because we're like we're in the water and then we're maybe 15, 20, 25 meters in front of us. You're like, is our head sort of like out of the water? And then suddenly you see them waving towards the beach. And by the time the lifeguard sort of like runs down to the beach where they need to go and starts swimming out, normally the surfers get to the um, the people that are out back, like taken by the current or anything beforehand. So I was like, yeah, I've, I've saved a couple of people before. One of the oh. girls was actually from school. Really? <laughs> and she, she went here to my mum. For people that obviously don't don't know, mum used to be my French teacher at school. And the girl went up to her, like, the, the, so that was the during the weekend. So, yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you doing, like, out here? She was like, I can't swim back. I'm really tired. So, basically, she sort of, like, I laid her down on the, on the surfboard. And basically, I said, well, just paddle towards the shore. And obviously, I pushed pushed on on the back um next day in school she was like oh mrs bamba mrs bamba your son saved me at the weekend like the prince <laughs> or something like I was like, <laughs> it feels good, it feels really good. <laughs> i mean you literally feel like a hero like you walk to the beach and like, yeah nah, it's fine it's fine inside you're like Another day. Oh, i just fucking saved this person's life like i just saved them <laughs> good, good karma fun. man good karma yeah 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 <laughs> but, oh, shit, uh, man. but yeah there's some people who just um, unfortunately, you know, uh, 
they they, they do end up stranded um, in in the water and just just can't make yeah, it out. Yeah, right? people do. Yeah, and they I'm panic. Sure, people have panic you had like badly. scares of like when it's happened to you or something like um, when you were scared you were going to drown or something like that? Or... No, no, no. But I think just because I've been in the water since I like like well I've been at the beach my whole life, but like actually surfing from when I was like five six years old, like you know, like you understand the currents and that. That like, sounds stupid, but. The current, like for example, when you're like stood in the water and you've got maybe the water up to your chest, then suddenly you feel the water sort of like sucking you out to sea. It's not sucking you out to sea. It's basically there's a, a bigger wave than normal coming. And basically a bigger wave means it means it needs more water. And basically as the wave comes in, the water comes out, which is the same as the tsunamis. Like yeah. when you're like, oh, tsunami's coming. One of the the sort of way to notice it is that suddenly the whole water of the beach, like the tide, the feels tide like it goes down. down straight away. Yeah. And it's exactly the same. It's just a much smaller version, but the water basically gets taken out into the sea, and then what? Well, maybe 15 seconds later, then you've got the wave that comes, comes along. Back. But there's those those 15 seconds of the water sort of pushing. And when you've got the water up to your chest, if the water goes back, you're going back with it. I don't care how strong you think you're stood in the sand. If the water's up to your chest and it and it pushes you out to sea, you're going out to sea with it. Yeah. And I think that's when that's when people panic because suddenly it's like, oh, I'm not standing on the sand. I'm getting pushed out to sea. And even though you're swimming towards the shore, most of the time you stay you stay put in the same position. So you're, like, you're swimming, but you're not moving because of the, it's called like the rip current, which pushes you out. And then all you need to do is just remain calm for like 10, 15 seconds. And then the wave comes and pushes you, I mean, pushes you straight back onto the fucking sand. Like you'll, you'll be fine. Right. But it's those 10 to 15 seconds when <gasps> you don't touch the sand anymore. <gasps> you're still getting pushed out to sea. And it's like, just calm down literally 10 seconds after it'll push you back towards the sand but that's yeah. when people start to panic and then oh, i can't reach and then you start splashing around then you start swallowing water and it can go bad really quickly for people really quickly yeah unfortunately it can man yeah it happened to you yeah huh? it happened to you it happened kind of similar to me man. <laughs> so i mean it just happened once but there was this one time where i was just like yeah this is it this is this is me this really is yeah it, well it was it it, that came into my know. mind for like two seconds because like after that i don't know what game got into me, but i'm just like calmed down i just waited a little bit and i just um pushed myself again so what happened basically was i was swimming back into the like uh into into the water right i was mm. i kind of took a wave but like i didn't i couldn't stand up obviously but like but you so you were with the surfboard with the surfboard okay. yeah so I, I i managed to take a wave and i you know reached the shore and i obviously you have to go back in the water yeah, right? yeah. so i was, pad- I was paddling back in the, into the water and there were the, the the waves were quite like big and all but i was like okay it's it's fine it's just normal normal waves um and then i fell uh, out of the the board this was like one of the first time obviously i'm no professional at all so i fell out uh, i fell out uh, outside the board and Obviously, the board is attached to you, right, for your foot mm-hmm. with the with the strap on yeah, the strap thing. Yeah, leash. Yeah. yeah, exactly, the leash. Um, so I just I was just like, you know what? I think it's easier to just swim it without the board because, like, you know, the board is just is is just pushing me out again. And then, nope, that's not a good no. idea. The the wave just took the board, and then the the board basically took me and pulled it pulled it pulled me along with it. Yep. Right. So I was just like. Oh shit! Cause and I couldn't, I couldn't find the the ground as well to push myself up, right? Cause I was on, <laughs> I was inside the water, like under uh, under the water. water. But I couldn't. I tried to push myself down, but I couldn't find like the floor. The actual, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh shit, that's, that's it. it, that's me done. But then I waited for a second, 
and then I tried again, and luckily this time the the kind of the, like the 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 tide had kind of like gone back a little bit because mm. the next wave was coming. I pushed myself then, and I went and, and, and I managed to, to come out. And now I'm just like, give me the board, give me the board. Yeah, no, I just, <laughs> this is not happening. So if, yeah, any time you get like pushed out to sea or, or anything like, always stay on the floating device. Doesn't matter if it's a, a kayak, a a stand-up paddle, it's just a, a normal surfboard, a inflatable thingy. Like always stay on it. Yeah. Um, because like. Obviously, it depends on, on where you are. I mean, the, the beach, cause obviously, you get used to where, where you surf and that. And the beach where we used to go to, there's one side of the beach where the current always pushes you out. Right. So it's not a case of, oh, you're stood there and then it, it'll push you out to sea and you're like, oh, 15 seconds later, it'll push you back in. It won't be like that because of the way the, the, the water comes in from the waves, the way it is sort of the currents move around. It'll always push you out. It'll push you out. It won't push you out like you go into the middle of the fucking Atlantic Ocean. It'll push you out until where the waves break and that's it. Yeah. If you're obviously in that situation, either with the board or, or you're not, just swim like diagonally with it. So obviously you, you can't swim against it because you won't beat the current. Yeah. Obviously it depends on where it is, but nine times out of 10, you won't beat the current because it's just, it's just too strong. strong and it's pushing out, especially like big waves and stuff like that. Just like swim with the current, just slightly to the side and you get to a point where if you would have stayed in the current, it still pushes you out, but then that's it. You're in a place where it's just still water. Yeah. And then you can obviously swim back and stuff, but yeah, always keep your board with, with you. you 100%. Yeah. Or if you've got something that's floating next to you, just, just, just use it. Cause it, it, it is helpful. <laughs> Very helpful. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, in, in, I, so I fell off the board and it was kind of like in the middle of like, ah, just fuck it. I sh- should I just not take the board? But I just didn't have time to even decide that. Because the board just went and it just took me with it. And I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> not this, please. Not like this. <laughs> and then I got on my board. I swam back and I told my friends, uh, like, you know, this, this had happened. And they were like, uh, yeah, just another day, I guess. It's just a standard. <laughs> shit, yeah, yeah. shit happens, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's horrible because sometimes when you fall off, you need to make sure well, you realize, all right, I'm about to fall down to you, like, you get some air before going in, and sometimes right, you, you you got no time, so you've gone into the water and you're kind of like getting like thrown around by yeah. the wave, but you didn't have that chance of getting Taking that last breath. gasp of oxygen, and you're like, I need to breathe right now, and, and just that's the thing, like you just need to remain calm. Like you, you'll get tumbled around, and you're like, fuck, I can't, I can't, I need air, I need air, but that's the thing, like five. If you if you count five seconds, it's like one, two, three, four, five, and then but. Five seconds being tossed and turned underwater is fucking like it's a long time. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. I need air now. Everyone can hold their breath for five seconds. Everyone. Yeah. If you no can wait five seconds, exactly. Exactly. Like let all your air go out of your body right now. You'll be able to hold your breath for five seconds. It's exactly the same underwater. Five seconds after, unless you're like in big waves. But I doubt anyone here or listening will be surfing <laughs> big waves anytime huge, soon. Huge waves, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, just remember, everyone can hold their breath for five seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And just try to remain calm, right? Just exactly. Try to remain calm and just um, think that, you know, just don't don't get too crazy or anything like that. Like, don't start pushing against the current or something like that because mm. all that will do is just deplete your oxygen levels even more. And then yeah, maybe you, you get won't even be more tired and then you get even yeah. more scared. And then, and then, yeah, exactly. and then exactly. you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> and you just drown. R.I.P. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit, man. Well, these are the sort of things basically that that happens in uh, in Tenerife, man, in the or in Gran Canaria, in the in the waters. And then 
the thing is, like, have so there are other things as well that that, that we can do, right? So what what are the other ty- types of things that we, that you like to do in Gran Canaria and or Tenerife or whatever? Um, Canary Islands. The drone flying. Sorry. Drone flying. Drone flying. Yeah, that's, you have that's a drone? one of the big. That's the big thing. No way. <laughs> no. You don't know about the drone. No, I don't know about the drone. Shut the, I've got it here. <gasps> no way you didn't know about the drone. Oh, shit. <laughs> no way, actually. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> you know? What the fuck? Yeah, drone flying. Because here, obviously, is... Yeah, I mean, you can't exactly fly a drone around London. Yeah, it's, um, not, it's not allowed, right? No. <laughs> Basically, no. Um, but yeah. Oh, shit. I fly the drone, which I've nice. got here. Five so kilometers reach. Five, five kilometers. Five kilometers reach and 500 meters height. Yo, that's sick. So I could easily fly over the shard. <gasps> that is sick. That is so <laughs> sick. It has a camera and all the time. Yeah, you, yeah. So, so like, can you see it live, the camera? Yeah. Or? So you basically plug your, your phone into the remote control. Right. And basically, yeah, you got live footage of... Uh, Oh, that's how you recorded this this track. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly how we did oh, it. Oh shit! Yeah, because I was wondering, like, where the fuck? How, how did he manage to get this? But yeah. I, I thought, like, you know, just probably no way. I thought you knew about like it. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm a big, big, big drone. time drone drone. Yeah. Well, rookie right now. How, but how long to get... have you had it for? Is the first thing I bought the first paycheck. First <laughs> thing I bought. I, I've always said that to myself. I was like, the first adult toy I'll get, mate. Adult toy. Yeah. <laughs> first like, expensive one, thing I'll get myself would be a drone. <laughs> and yeah, first paycheck. So February, yes, maybe. Ah, that's a lie. I got it four months into my new job. I got it like June. Right. June 2019. Oh, nice. 2020 though. But yeah, you June. haven't used it much in London, right? No, I used it in Richmond Park. If you're not allowed to, but... That's okay. I went to Richmond Park. I flew to a bit around Greenwich. Right. Um, but but I like... don't. I don't like doing it when there's lots of people around because people do get a bit eh, about yeah. it. Especially not because of the drone bit, because of the camera bit. Like that's the worst thing now. Is like people being like, I don't want to be filmed. Like you can't film me stuff like that. Yeah. Which out there is like, I can take my phone. You can film people. You can take the drone. That's, it's fine. It's yeah. It's just not. You're not meant to fly a drone around when there's lots of people. Which I'm a bit conscious about now. I, I, yeah, let's be honest. I do don't give too much like, like yeah of a <laughs> fuck basically. But because I feel comfortable flying it, like at the start I was like, imagine if, and then I crash into someone or someone's kids or the dogs are there or something or they're jumping after it and the fucking blades on them like that can, it yeah can do like a lot of it, it can it can it, it hurts <laughs> it hurts a lot like it can it can slice like your fingers oh, when you yeah yeah. yeah. Um, but now obviously feel quite. I do feel comfortable flying. You know it. how to manage it now, exactly. Right? Um, but you know, so you're not um allowed to fly it like just because people haven't given you the consent basically to be recorded. So if it, if it no, so it, you can not. Obviously, I can film. Like, say you go down to uh, you go over uh, or like I don't know, day there or something. Yeah, uh, the mountains in Tenerife or Gran Canaria, and you start flying it there. In an area that you're allowed to fly it, people can't be like, oh, don't record me. Like, there's a public place. Like, you can record anything you want. If you're there, you're there. Okay, I, I won't pub, like, um, uh, upload it anywhere or something like that. So if I do, I'll, like, blur your face out, stuff like that. But the thing here is 
you can't film people's houses and stuff like that. So right. if I've got the drone going past the 53 buildings we've got here in, in Canary <laughs> Wharf, people will be like, what the fuck? There's a drone. Like You wouldn't want a drone coming up to this like, to your floor yeah. here and start looking inside your bedroom because you could do privacy, that. Yeah. You could do that perfectly. I could fly it down my thingy, go three floors up and be like, oh, look, these two are having sex. And I'm, like, I'm literally recording them. Now that's, that's fucked up. You, like, you can't to, do that. Yeah, exactly. You're applying <laughs> like, to Paul Huffing, like, get you, rich. Exactly. Like, you could get into serious trouble there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, drone flying, man. Oh shit, drone flying man, that's pretty big. cool. I really enjoy it. I, I was looking to get myself a first-person drone, so the run like <gasps> you use with the, the thingy. VRs. <gasps> yeah, 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 and that'd be so fucking cool. But oh, my. do you think a... you can connect your drone to the VR headset? I don't think so. However, I think we can connect the VR headset to a um, first-person drone uh, simulator. Because I was looking, because the first-person drones, like, you will crash them. Or 100% you'll crash them. Because they're, they're not the same as my drone. So the drone I've got now is very, like, cinematographic. Like, you get, like, really still footage and the drone. Like, right. don't get me wrong, it'll go quickly. Like, it's got that the sports mode where it fucking flies. But it's very smooth in the way it moves. Right. While the first-person drone, it literally moves exactly how... So, for example, my drone now, if it's flying forward and then I sort of turn it, it'll go, like... It'll slowly turn around, so it's not like direct engagement with the controller. Right. So if I say stop, it'll go like, and it'll slowly stop. Okay. Whilst with the first-person drones, you can literally have it go like, like fucking fly around like a like a fly, almost like a hummingbird. Oh shit. So you shit. basically go like, and it goes up and down, left, right, center, like everywhere. Whilst the one now is more like a like a an eagle, you know, it goes like, like it's it sways it's more around. Smooth. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. More slow. Um, so you 100% you crash first person drones and I wanted to get like a simulator but for the simulator you're like, you need the, the big headset so we could try it with the uh, the one you've got that could nice. be good fun but how do you how do you control the first person drone like do you have is it the same as a VR headset yeah like, you, with you a still controller? got yeah you still got the controller you could, instead of seeing it on the phone which is connected to the the actual um, the controller controller it's basically up on it, yeah so you basically sat in it or yeah basically you're Damn. sat in the drone flying it around. So you need to get used to the um, the dimensions. Like, that's how close you can get to it. Like, this is what it feels. So same as driving a car. Like, you drive a big car, and then suddenly you go into a small car, and you're like, fuck, I'm going to hit the wall. And then you look out, and you've still got, like, a meter and a half left because you're used to your big car having, yeah. like, a big bonnet or whatever. Yeah. And then suddenly you get a smaller car, and you're like, well, I can actually get closer to things now. Yeah. Same with the first-person drone. You're like, I can now get closer. I can go through little hoops. I can go through, like, trees, go really fast, go close to different stuff and that. Oh, shit. Have you tried flying a first-person drone? No. no. No, I haven't had a chance. Oh, shit, man. But, yeah, That's definitely crazy. something exciting. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. There's so many fun things out there, man, that, that you can buy and, and do, man, like, yeah, like these drones and all 100%. this. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's, it's crazy. Watch how they're going to make, like, um... They, they're probably going to find a way to like um, make this more generally available because right now, how, how much would a drone roughly cost, right? So the one I've got is the DJI DJI Mavic Mini. Is the first, that, so there's the Mini 2 now, which basically films like 4K. So I've got up to 1080 um, like definition. But that one cost me around 350 almost 400 euros damn and that's because i got the like the flight pack so i've got three batteries each battery lasts like 20 to 25 minutes depending on wind and how how you record or how you're flying it and like wind resistance and all of that so i've got like an hour's flight time if everything's charged up 
because um, otherwise it'll be cheaper. But so basically, what they've done is you need to have a, a, a license, like a drone license, right. to fly any drone um, above two hundred and fifty grams. Oh. And the DJI Mavic Mini weighs two hundred forty nine. 0.9 grams what <laughs> so they've done it on purpose you don't actually it's basically it's not even considered a drone it's considered like a camera basically oh shit so you can fly without a license or anything like that ah perfect yeah perfect yeah. nice well done did you <laughs> yeah very well done <laughs> nice nice so people um, out there who want to invest in, in in a drone just you know just get yeah just, get the dji mavic mini Instead of investing in crypto now. and NFT now, you got another thing to, to find out. Yeah, it stresses you out as much as them, though. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I it takes mentioned... five, you're like, fuck, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I should have mentioned crypto stuff around you, right? I think you mentioned that before. Nah, not, 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 not right <laughs> not now. Not going well? <laughs> not right now. We'll try in a bit when it goes back up. <laughs> it's like, come on, come on. If you're Bitcoin, come on. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's 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 gone down a lot, like right uh, recently. It's like what what is it now? Like forty thousand uh, dollars Bitcoin, I think it is. Let me double check now. Yeah, um, I know it reached like sixty-five or something like that. Right mm. now it's like that's forty. That's that's four, the issue with the volatility, 42. right? With crypto. Forty-two. Yeah, forty-two, five. You know, right now. It's crazy. It's crazy low. And now now they've you uh, bought in NFTs. Well, um, nah, I'm not. I, I, you know, into NFTs? No, I, I just don't. Too much for your little yeah, brain. Yeah, too much for my little brain, basically. <laughs> let's, let's, let's put it like that. So, yeah. Same I don't here, know. I, I wouldn't know where to begin with them, basically. So, uh, yeah. Same here. I, 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 there I like now. understanding and learning about like what it is and how it works and all that. But I like. I I just don't like what would you what would you do with it's, it's a digital art right it's yeah exactly like digital art yeah like, it, i understand the concept i like I, I like the concept i think it's great but i don't know if i would buy one or not because i just wouldn't even know where to start like which one should i buy or what should i buy yeah like, exactly and, and it's like because like the, the ones like the real popular ones are like the bored apes one yeah now but I, I can't wrap my head around how that's so fucking expensive how are they so expensive yeah. like and people say no it's like Obviously, you can make a copy of them, but they've got the coding behind, so you know you've got the original. Yeah. Still, what the fuck? <laughs> it's an ape, like, with a fucking cap on and a chain. Like, what? Uh, yeah, I, I can't. And that's I'm trying like to wrap my head around it. Yeah, exactly. Like, minimum. Yeah. You were selling them for fucking millions. Millions. Was like, we talked millions. about it the other day. The guy that took fucking selfies, the Indonesian guy. Oh, yeah. Took yeah, selfies yeah. of himself. Tell the story. Decided yeah, to, yeah. to change them to NFTs. And he's, 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 he's a millionaire. He's a millionaire, isn't he? Yeah. And he's from... not even, he's what, fucking 15, 16 years old. <laughs> he just took a selfie of himself every day for a year. You know, like those videos where they upload themselves of a basically self, yeah, selfie every day and upload them on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of YouTube uploading, he just uploaded as, as NFTs for, for people to buy. Who and the... people were buying them. Yeah, who the fuck wants to buy that? It's, and and spend a guy. lot of money as well. Like, I don't understand. Like, if, if if I were to do that, just take a self, take selfies every year, I can guarantee you there will be zero people <laughs> who would spend but, millions but on obviously it. Obviously not. For o- my face. Obviously not. People, someone who would spend something. I mean... It's crazy the 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 type of shit that people buy out there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Like it's not only the the monkeys, but there are other types of like NFTs that are just selling for millions and millions. Like they're making NFTs out of everything right now. Hmm. Like Charlie with my finger, that's an NFT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, exactly. They're doing yeah. videos, aren't they? Yeah, they're putting they're putting videos now on on <laughs> NFTs, and I'm just like, what? 
That's that's crazy. I think it the does. Charlie Bit My Finger one was for like, was it one point eight or eighteen million, something like that, Some, somewhere Some in the millions. Stupid, yeah, yeah, stupid yeah, yeah. amount. Yeah. That for was a that was out video. There. <laughs> for a video of a kid biting another finger, another. I know. I know. Kid's finger. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my god, man. Oh my. And now they they're also starting to buy properties on the metaverse. Properties on the metaverse. I kid you not. They're buying properties on the metaverse, like land and you know houses and stuff like that on the metaverse. But so is the the metaverse isn't a limit. Like, is there a limit to how big it can get? It's basically like the the idea is to for it to like be like a virtual representation of the world, right? Of like the world. you could have like a virtual life, basically. Yeah. Eventually, so um, people people are spending millions on properties over there like i think one one person spent like 2.5 million dollars on a property somewhere near like taj mahal or something like that like a good location obviously people i mean if you're buying a property you might as well go in a good location um and they're buying land and area all over it's not all even a good there. location it's it's all online like yeah it's all like, online it's good location like what location i'm like I mean, you can't live. You can there. make like, every anything's a good fucking location. How is it a bad location? Yeah, exactly. It's all online. Like, it's I all don't... online. But I think the oh, idea. Yeah, so, the the idea is because obviously there's no point of buying. Like, you will not live there. You're, but like, then again, like, it might be a house for your avatar or something like that. But like, why would you want to give your avatar? Why would you spend two point five million dollars <laughs> on a house for a fucking avatar? On, so have your on video live inside it. Does the video live inside you? Yeah. How does it work then? Yeah, exactly. Does your board ape move? Because no, it's a picture. <laughs> yeah. So does it live? Does it fucking swing around the house? I don't know, does man. It... I don't know. <laughs> but I think eventually, like, what's probably going to happen is that people are going to have these houses just for showing, like, just for like. Look, like, cause, say cause, that you yeah, cause, exactly. And just because, like, if eventually people do move on to the metaverse, right, and eventually life becomes metaverse, uh, like, focus, right? Yeah. Then people are going to start valuing their their virtual life more than their real life. So you could be like, well, I mean, yeah, exactly. Their investments, could, aren't they? I mean, yeah, you uh, could be sitting at home, right, and so, not doing anything with your life, but in the metaverse, be a millionaire and be super <laughs> successful and super rich and you know, super super wealthy and being or contributing to all these charities and all that. <laughs> but um, so I think that's that's the idea. You might have a different life in the metaverse, and then what you could do is like. You know, if you have like a big mansion, for example, in the metaverse, you could invite your friends over and just have a have a day in the in the metaverse inside your house, right? You have a good uh, location and stuff like that, for the um, just to show them, just to have a a good time over there. That's assuming that metaverse does kick off and yeah. everyone starts living online, right? <laughs> so I think that's what people. I are can't wrap my head around. That. I yeah, it's, I, it's, I can't. Yeah, I just I, mean, I can't I can comprehend see, how. I mean, given the history of the human race. I can see humans doing that because they're just so fucking crazy. You just want to live in the metaverse. I just don't know how many people will be willing to do that. Because me personally, um, I would not want to. You, you've got to spend time online. I mean, was it like a video game afterwards? Then yeah, I mean, you would literally be living online. Like you would not have any anything in real life. It would every everything would be online. So you would like you wake up and the to... first thing you do is just put your your headset put your on. Headset on. Yeah, and just start meeting friends, going to the beach you're going to restaurants and stuff like that that'd be awful that's gonna be horrible for yeah, people like, just... it will affect people so badly exactly because then what is it you take your VR headset off or your whatever you're using and, you're and back it's to like reality. oh shit we're back to reality shit home no friends no food at home like yeah I was eating lobster in a fucking five star restaurant yeah and 
that's 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 gonna yeah. fuck up people so. Bad. But I think I think these like that's the, not gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I think this this might be like an extreme case. Uh, maybe yeah. the ones that what like what's probably gonna happen is people are gonna have like their normal life and stuff like that. But if you can't meet up with your friends because they're all around the world or something. You might just want to meet them up on, in the metaverse and like, where do you want to go? It's like, oh, just come over to my mansion over here and just we'll chill and and uh, play bowling together because you, you play. Yes, yeah, so I assume there's sort of like games and stuff. That yeah, you, exactly. It's basically, like a, a big video game. That yeah, I can see people doing that. Yeah, I can I see sp- people doing that. that. But me personally, I much rather have personal interactions, like yeah. one, like in person, yeah, exactly. right? I'm. I, I wouldn't want to have this virtual stuff. I mean, it helps. Don't get me wrong. It's better than Teams call, for example. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it's it's not the same thing as being in person. Right? No, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. These 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 guys are buying all sort of all sorts of things. What do you think is is going to be the next thing? Because right now it's NFTs and all that's that's what's popular um, yeah, out I, there. I didn't like. I don't even know. Yeah. What's, like what was what's going to happen next? Because there's like. There's crypto NFT. So from crypto, we have evolved into NFTs, and our metaverse is is all along is coming along as well. Do you think we do you think we're gonna have act? We're actually gonna have like um, a digital currency and just get rid of the dollar or the euro or stuff like that, um, or is it gonna be? I don't know. Is crypto I, gonna I die mean, out eventually? I don't know. I, I mean, next fucking crazy thing. Maybe you've actually got to like apply for jobs and do jobs on the metaverse, yeah. and then you've got like your own fucking job. Within the virtual, I, 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 I don't yeah. know, I should be talking bollocks, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it could be fucking anything. It, it could be anything, yeah, you could literally be, like, meetings, for example, that I, I can see them being on the metaverse, like a group, like a conference call or something like that, I could, the see, them, I could see that being in the metaverse, not that far down the line, um, <laughs> instead of, like, Teams calls and stuff like that, you could do it on the, on the metaverse, I can see people doing, um, work as well on the on the metaverse in some sense hmm. um but i don't know about like their actual life hopefully it doesn't it sounds like very dystopian and stuff like that but um <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't want to live uh, over there no well you can't you don't yeah. live over there that's the yeah. thing like if if mental health issues are such a big thing now imagine <laughs> there like imagine it's it's, it's crazy be good. But yeah, it's um, it's it's ridiculous the amount of stuff you can do nowadays. And this, it, it's it's funny how fast it evolves, right? Because mm. think about like back in the day, right? You you basically were up to date with everything, right? Yeah. You knew that you know Instagram was out, for example. You knew how it works, and like you're up to date with what was going on, what was what was happening in the in the tech world, and and all that, because you were you were into it. But like now. We, I mean, I don't know about you, but I kind of feel old sometimes because I'm like, these kids know more about NFTs than I do. And, you know, I'm, I'm not that old. And yeah. I feel like my dad or something just like, son, well, how does this work? Like, it's, it, it feels weird. Like, there's always something new that's coming up. So it's very difficult to, like, keep up, right? Yeah, no, definitely. definitely. I think the NFTs and metaverse thing, I mean, obviously, that's really new now, but that's definitely something I could, like, I can't fucking talk to you about it because I, I genuinely just don't know how it works. Like, I think similar to you, it, somebody could come up to me and start talking talking to me about it, and I'll be like, oh, "What the fuck? The, how does that exist? Like, what? It's, like, it's, it's like French, is it? Well, not, not French. Like, it's like it's like Chinese business. to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> business, <laughs> business French. <laughs> exactly, business French. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh shit. Bro. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's been one hour and forty-three, 43 minutes. minutes. I think it's time to time to wrap this baby up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you very much for being on the on the podcast, Thomas. Thank you. Thank you everyone very for much for having well. me. Thank you everyone who's listened. I don't know if you managed to get to 143, but we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully you weren't bored to death. (laughs) But yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you for being on the podcast and I'll see you next time. Hope so. Hope so. See you guys. Bye.